Spazzing out, America's podcast is brought to you by Take Junk. That's right. It's brought to you by my junk removal company. For all your junk removal needs, call 844-TAKE-JUNK or you can book online at takejunk.com. Guy, it's for people that live in Massachusetts-ish. Kind of get up to southern New Hampshire, get down to a little bit close to Rhode Island, a little bit out that Worcester way. But if you're in California, unfortunately, we're out of Massachusetts. If you're down in Florida, can't help you. Take Junk is a full-service junk removal company. We remove the junk, bro. You moving? Need that junk on? We take care of it. We also pick up bagsters as well as do construction pickups, you know, demo pickups, stuff like that. We'll remove household stuff, construction debris, bagsters, Give us a call. I might even show up. I might actually work and come to your house and pick things up. Call Take Junk at 844-TAKE-JUNK or book online today at takejunk.com. Welcome to Spazzin' Out, America's podcast. Recorded live from Boston, broadcasting around the world, covering everything America is talking about and beyond. Take your seats and enjoy the show. Now, here's your host, Anthony Parziali. see this being a little bit of a, of a nightmare. Looks like my equipment's going to fall, but whatever. We're, we're going to get through this. Spazzing out America's podcast. I do the podcast five times a week. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday nights. And I upload it, I upload it to a podcast platform, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio. Uh, hey Alexa, play Spazzing Out America's podcast and Odyssey. So you can get my podcast anywhere, but I like to record it live right here with you, I record it live on Instagram, I record it live on Facebook. Some people join, some people don't. Yesterday's podcast, I had over 3,000 streams, typically 15,000 streams a week for spazzing out, because it's about 3,000, over 3,000 uh, streams per episode per my, for my podcast, which I love doing. Before we get into Afghanistan, and before we get into my complaint that we do not want... Afghan refugees in the United States, because we don't. It sounds nice. It sounds like a cool thing to do. We're, we're such a great country. Let's bring these fucking people here. We don't want that. And I'm going to explain to you why. But before we get to that, I have to know, am I the only person... This is where I, I start the program off. I like to rant a little bit. Am I, am, 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 we'll get to Afghan and, and their people that we don't want here. But am I the only one who thinks this? When their wife goes food shopping. My wife thinks when she goes food shopping, she's on fucking supermarket sweep. She goes, I'm, I'm telling you, it's it's how much can I spend, not not how much can I save. My, my wife should go to the store saying, this is how much I shouldn't spend, but she goes to the store thinking how much she can spend. She's there shopping right now. I'm in a panic. I give my wife the card the the debit card. I don't have a credit card. I give her the debit card. You know, go food shopping. And I swear, 
when you transfer over the debit card, when you give her access, this is my wife. Here is the, the moment that the, the bank account info or the, the credit card, I don't have one, the debit card or the cash. Here is the exact moment the cash gets into my wife's hands. Let's, let, let's listen in. The power! That's the exact moment. That's my, You give my wife money and it is immediately Transformation City. She holds the fucking thing on. She pushes it. Literally. When you go food shopping, it's about getting food for the week. Don't get, I can't, I, I'm going to get, I, I'm going to get pissed because I don't go, I don't do the food shopping, and if I did, I would shop differently, but I can't do fucking everything, I can make the money, but I can't go to the guy, I'm not going to the store, bro, I, I, I'm not, it, 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 it's right up there, we're chilling, go to the store, buy the stuff, we, here, here's a simple grocery list, very simple, get some cereal, get some milk, get some fucking egg, red cap milk, don't be a bitch, get the red cap stuff, get some cereal, Captain Crunch with, with Crunch Berries, if you could. Cereal, milk, get the, and, and honestly, I love the generic brand, so just get the fucking Crunch with the berries. I'm cool with that. Uh, red Cap Milk, get cereal, get American cheese, get some Market Basket, uh, uh, is bread, get some water. We, uh, we drink a lot of water in this fucking house, or at least I do. Everybody else leaves dead soldiers around the house. It, it, it drives me nuts with the water. But get the essentials. Maybe get some chicken, get some meats. Get some pasta, some pasta sauce. Done. It's not that hard. But I give it to her, and it, and it's anything but what it's five million things that we don't need, and like two or three two or three things that we do need. Legitimately, it's when you give. Here's my advice to the next generation of people. Here's my advice to the Afghan refugees that are heading here to the United States, that are coming with women. That that when the women get here. They will become Americanized, which is okay. I, I love American women. I, I love it. Bro, if you bring your Afghan women to Boston, they'll become Bostonized. Then they'll be the hottest bitches in the land. They'll be, they'll be the fucking, bro, Boston women will fuck you. I will take Boston females in a fight over any other females. I, I'll take them over Philly chicks. I'll take them over New York chicks. Brawl. Brawl city. So here's his advice to young men, to the young men that are coming from Afghanistan, that are that are uh, coming over here for a better life, because, you know, we're going to bring them over here. I'll get to why we shouldn't. The second you give the female rights to the money, you give the female the rights to the money, they change. Your whole entire life, you're He-Man. You're, you're protecting Castle Grayskull. You, you, that's your whole entire life. you gotta, you got to protect the power of Grayskull. That's what you do. The power of grace will be in your bank account. You, you've got a, you've got man at arms trying to protect it. Uh, She-Ra is trying to fucking... Attila is trying to protect it. The Orthos is, is doing his best. The, the fucking... The sorceress is doing everything she can to protect your loot. But the second you hand it over to Skeletor... Change. They fucking change. Evil win done. All right, that's it. I just, I don't know if I'm the only one. Am I the only fucking one, man? Am I the only man in America that just 
wants their wife to spend the right amount of money. Don't overspend. You'll never... Here's my last advice on this. These are words of fucking wisdom. These are diamonds, bro. I'm giving you diamonds. I'm going to give you gold right here. 100%. You will never out-earn a bad spending habit. Never, ever, ever. I don't care how much money you make. You could make a billion dollars. You will never out-earn bad spending habits. If you have bad spending habits, you will always be chasing money. You will always be poor. Simple. Bad spending habits. You'll, it, it, it's, like, it's like working out. Okay? You will never outwork a bad diet. Never. You might in the short term. In a couple of years, you might. You might. But in the long haul, bad spending habits, you, you will never out-earn them. Bad diet. You'll never out-exercise a bad diet because eventually you can't. Eventually you can't keep up with the shitty diet. Eventually you can't keep up with the bad spending habit. Good spending habits. Simple. And you figure out what your spending spending habits are. Ben Franklin wrote a fucking great book on wealth. It's like a 50-page book. Read it. Fucking read it. That's it. Wisdom of the day. You'll never out-earn. And you you make of it what you want. You'll never out-earn a bad spending habit simple. And if you can't check your wife on her spending habits, you won't out-earn hers. If you can't check your kids' spending habits, you won't out-earn them. And if you certainly cannot check check your own shitty spending habits, you won't. And you will hand over the power. You'll hand over the power to them and, and fucking Grayskull will fall. All right. Let's get to the Afghan people, and then we'll move on for the night. Currently, the United States, right here in Massachusetts, I talk about Mass because I'm from Massachusetts. There is a shit ton of people that listen to this podcast down in Florida, down in Texas, which, surprise, surprise, I couldn't be surprised. More people uh, are listening on, on Apple Podcasts down in Texas and Florida than listen up here in Massachusetts. Way more. That demographic, 25, 35, uh, I'm sorry, 35 to, to 55 male down in Texas and in Florida, spazzing out, I, 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 bro, I'm about to go down there and do fucking uh, shows. That's how many people listen on a daily basis. No one online, though. I, I, don't, I don't get it, but that's okay. So, here's what's going on in Afghanistan. Well, or, or let me just start. Here in Massachusetts, Governor Charlie Baker has, has just came out. Just Massachusetts is open to Afghan ref- refugees. Listen, Baker says, yep, bring them here. You're more than welcome. I want to talk about that and why this is a problem. And I want to be clear because I don't want people to get upset. Like I'm, I'm not, I'm not trying to be a dickhead. There are, we well, well good news. We just got eleven thousand Americans out of Afghanistan. High five, great Americans out of harm's way. Uh, uh, thank God. Hear me out. There are some good Afghanistan people. That helped out the United States. Some translators. A, a group of people that actually put their lives in danger to help us. If vetted, properly vetted, and cleared by our national security, I think we should welcome those few people that put their necks on the line for the United States. I think that's the right thing to do. They need to be properly vetted. Because these people are in it for the long haul. You think it's a joke when someone says they could be a sleeper cell. 
They're in it for the long haul. They will pretend for 50, 50 years. I mean, they would. They'll pretend for 20, 30, 40 years that they are their that they are your ally until they're not. They'll pretend for years and years and years that they are with you. They'll do things for you. They, they're like, they, they, there's no way to really tell if these people truly wanted to help America, or if their end goal was to get passage into the United States, and once they are here, they join up with other sleeper cells, other terrorists, it's clear. Listen, uh, God, I, I hate getting into this conversation. Someone just says they're listening to New York. Thank you. It's, um, I think it's Angela. So, look, they're coming. Some of these people, listen, it's like they were going to be terrorists that are going to sneak into the country right now. Because the United States is just flying motherfuckers out of Afghanistan. 9,000 people a day are coming out of Afghanistan. Uh, there can't be a great vetting process as to who can come and who can go. I, I can't. I mean, they're hanging from planes. They don't know who the fuck's getting on. It should, it's a scary thing. Once they're here, it's even scarier. Because we don't know if they'll turn back. We don't know. And I'm worried about that. Do I? Again, I do want to help. Those that put their neck out for us, but they have to be vetted. They should be brought here to the United States. I'm sorry that you have to be put in some kind of a, a, a camp or some kind of a, a, a displacement facility until we vetted you to give you passage into our country. But we cannot let the next fucking 9-11 terrorists sneak into the United States right now. Joe Biden and his and, and fucking, fuck, it's not just Joe and the governors that are willing to accept these refugees can't just willy-nilly say, hey, everybody get on a plane, come over to the United States. We need to know who these people are, who their parents were, what their, and, and if their parents were fucking terrorists or, or, or a Taliban or Al-Qaeda, you can't come here. Because they, you have to assume that they're coming here secretly, that they're coming here under the veil of, hey, we helped you out, and then they get here and they do something to fulfill their destiny, which was which is fuck America. They don't like us. Here's, honestly, this is what's happening right now. Right now, the, the Afghan uh, uh, refugees are like this. They're pumped up. I got a golden. Make my way. They're excited. They got the golden ticket. They're trying to come over in droves. As always, there are good people that are going to get fucked. There are good people in Afghanistan that are going to get screwed. And it's sad. Good good men, good women, and their children are going to... And it's... Make no mistake about it. All... I'm, I'm one of those people that say based on what? And based on the information we know about Taliban is they don't care. They will kill their own citizens. They will kill the women. They will kill the men. I don't believe them for a second when they say that because they're claiming they're giving amnesty to anybody that helped the United States. Let me say that again without laughing. The Taliban is saying they're going to give amnesty to any Afghans that, that helped the United States. That's that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. And if you believe that, you're a fuck. You, you, you're dead. You're dead. You're done. So I would do anything to get out of the country. I would, but you can't come here. You, you, you can't. You cannot come here unless you are properly vetted. Unless you have gone through a process, a, a like deeper process than I had to go through. You have got to, you have got 
to be at, we need to be 100% sure that you, there's my beautiful daughter, we need to be 100% sure that you're not a sleeper cell. And people think that's a joke, and they think that I'm uh, I'm a kook, and they, they think that I'm talking crazy. Well, wait till 20 years down the road, and a terrorist attack happens on this country, and we find out that that person came in on uh, uh, during, they came in in 2021 in August. They came in on one of our ships. They came in on one of through one of our military liaison, liaisons, whatever the word is. They snuck into the United States. When we were panicking to grab 9,000 people a day, honey, I need some space. 9,000 people a day here into the United States without checking them, without vetting them. There's no vetting process going on on the ground over there. They're loading them up and getting them out. We can't be that. We have to protect our own. Not to mention that we have our own problems here in the United States. And now the second they get here. So like I already said, they're on their way here. They're excited. We're going to America. We did it! We tricked them! Yes! We fucking did it! They're all high-fiving, they're running around in the fucking streets, they're getting on a plane, they're coming to America! And then when they get here... When they get here, it's too late. When they're already in our country and they're already free to go meet up with the sleeper cells, to go meet up with their terrorist organizations, to go meet up with the people that want to kill Americans, it's already too late. We need to know. We need to slow down. We need to... Comp- my, my daughter needs my help with something. Honey, what do you need? What, what What's up, baby? Uh, my, her mom's on. So, we need to know, before they get here, whether they're going to be... Become, I mean... Please just tell me I'm not the only one that's thinking this. Because eh? I, right now the, the PC thing to say is, oh, we're opening up the, the country to all Afghan refugees. Come on over. Come in. Please tell me I'm not the only one that's saying, whoa, pump the brakes. This would be the perfect opportunity for scumbags to slip into the United States. This would be the perfect opportunity for someone to pretend they are somebody else, get on one of our planes, and get the fuck over here. And we're already welcoming them. Charlie Baker's got his arms with arms wide open. Here's, here's what smart government would say. And here's it, it, it 100%. Here's what smart government would say. Listen, the whole uh, uh, withdrawal from Afghanistan debacle on Biden. Fine. I want to move on from that. We 100% needed to leave Afghanistan. There's no reason for us to even be there. Let the Afghan people figure out their own problems. We, we're the United States of America. We got our own problems. We have our own displaced people. We have our own homeless people. We have our own people dying right here to, from drug overdoses, from COVID, uh, from car crashes. Let's worry about our own shit. Let's not screw our national security by just loading up 9,000 people a day and flying them wherever they have to go and then saying, hey, you could come here to America. Absolutely not. There needs to be a process to vet these people. And sure, do I want to help the people 
Isn't this great? Like, I, anytime I try to do my podcast, I, I can't. I got people barking upstairs. I can't wait until I have enough money to have my own studio so I don't have to deal with this shit. I'm trying to have a serious conversation about the, a threat to our national security, about fucking Afghan refugees coming to this country, and there's dogs barking in the background. My daughter's creeping up on me. Like, I just want to get a podcast. Someone says 20 years should have been sooner. 100% it should have been sooner. American soldiers should have been out of Afghanistan the second... We, we got done with, with Al-Qaeda. We should have left. See ya. Bye. Should have been out of there years ago. Afghan is not our problem. Now, there's another issue that's coming up. Is apparently there is a, a leak in our, our... Or apparently there is a U.S. military official that said that they warned the president and said that the Taliban would easily take over the country the second we left. Now, did Joe Biden ignore that? Or did Joe Biden say, hey, you know what? I understand the risk. I want to get our people out. I don't know. I'm glad that the Americans are coming home. I'm glad that <clears throat> no, no Americans have been, that we know of right now have been killed in the last few days. They're all out. Our troops are going to get out. Peace out. We're out of Afghanistan. But you're a fool and a mutant if you think that Americans will be welcome in Afghanistan. You're a fool and an idiot if you think that the Taliban is serious about giving amnesty to the Afghans that were helping Americans. You're an idiot. If you're an Afghan woman, get the fuck out of the country. They already said it today. We are going to give women their rights under Islamic limited, under the law of Islam. Get out. Bye. Leave. But you can't come here. Not yet. Not without being vetted. Not without us making sure that you're not a threat to our people. That you're going to come here and you're going to be a citizen of the United States of America and you will bleed red, white, and blue. If we can't prove that, you can't come here. Simple. It's a dick move. I sound like an asshole, but I don't care. Because I care about my daughter more than I care about Afghan people. I'll say that again. I care about my son, my daughter, more than I care about the people in Afghanistan. And my kids' safety is more important to me than other people's safety. So, to make sure that my family is safe, so that we can sleep at night, I don't want any Afghan refugees coming to Massachusetts or to the United States. I do want to help out those Afghan people that helped us out, 100%. But they need to be vetted, solidly vetted. They need to be background, the, the biggest background check you've ever done on somebody to ensure that they're good people. We cannot just make blatant, blanket, blanket statements that give Afghan people the golden ticket. There's no golden ticket to come to the United States of America. When you open up the borders and you don't do your research and you don't check people and you don't make sure that scumbags are getting in, it turns into terrorists. It turns into terrorism. People get hurt right here on our soil, and it's our fault. Right now would be the... Here, I'll give you an example. If I were a terrorist, right now would be the perfect time for me to come to the United States. I'd be on one of those planes. My name before would have been uh, Muhammad. Well, now my name's fucking Ezekiel. And now I'm on that plane and I'm coming over. And I'm all excited. I'm fired up. I'm, woo! USA! I put my cowboy hat on. I'm a cowboy! America! Ah! I'd be all pumped up. And then when I got here, I'd keep my head down. And I'd be looking for my boys. 
and I'd be looking for the other sleeper cells. Listen, a hundred percent. This is, this is, this is how they feel about Americans. Certain death. They want certain death for us, and that's how you have to. You know what? That's how you have to think of it. You can't give these people the benefit of the doubt. You can't. You cannot. You need to be cautious first. They need to earn trust from us. Some of these people already have, and even they still need to be vetted. Extreme. Extremely vetted. Because these people will spend their entire life getting you to think that they like America. They will spend their entire life getting you to believe that they're for the American way and that they are for us and that they want to help us and do whatever they can just so that they can get here and strap on a fucking bomb and kill us. So you have to be sure. And if you're not, you can't come. It's a dick move. But it's what's necessary to protect our own. It's what's necessary. Here's audio, though, literally. This is 100% audio of the Taliban talking to their people. If I thought for one second that you were betraying me, I'd be forced to suspend you headfirst in a bog of eternal stench. No, Your Majesty, not the eternal stench. Oh, yes, Literally. I feel bad for the people in Afghanistan. To, to wrap it up, I just want to put it like this. I, I feel terrible for the people in Afghanistan. I feel bad for the women especially. But sometimes you need to take care of your own first. You need to make sure you're safe. You need to make sure you're doing the right thing by your own citizens before you do the right, before you do right by other people. We can't um, you know, lower our veil or, or we can't lower our gates. We can't let it's it's it, it's the Trojan horse. We can't take the horse in under the guise of all these people helped us and they did great things for us without knowing for sure that they're going to come here and assimilate into our culture and that they're going to be good American citizens. And I, I mean, I don't want to say good like that, you know, like like with a fucking man, nah, you fucking. I, 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 but what I mean is they'll, they'll become a part of our country and, and they'll help. Or, or they'll, I don't know how to put it, they'll, they'll assimilate. And they'll be American. And they're not just trying to sneak over here and cause damage to the to our way of life. And cause da- and, and listen, they're getting smarter to where instead of, they're, they're learning that instead of coming here and killing people, maybe the best way is to come here and assimilate and get elected and to become part of our culture to change our culture from the inside out. You have to, have to pay attention to this shit. It takes years to do. Maybe not our generation, maybe the next. But if I, if it were me, and I wanted to infiltrate another country, right now would be the perfect time for me to get into America, and then the perfect time for me to spend the rest of my life being the model American citizen so that I could get elected and do what I can to change the fabric of America from inside the government. Far more damning than blowing up a building. I don't want to see anybody die. But far more scary to see people come here that we don't know shit about. Giving them a free pass and letting them get in their grips on America without us even seeing it. Without us even knowing. Without us vetting. Without us making sure 
that they're for us and that they truly are about freedom, that they want to come here so that they can live a free, so that they can live that life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, honestly. All right, I got to go. Guys, thank you so much for listening to Spazzing Out America's Podcast. Don't get me wrong. I, I love people. I don't want to see anybody hurt, and I don't want to see anybody die. I, I do care. But I care about my kids and my family first, and I care about America. America will always be number one with me, and I will always hope that the government and the people that are in charge, our leaders, will always do the same, feel the same way I feel, and that they will put American interests first. Take care of us first. Make sure we're safe first. God bless. God bless America.